Proudly sponsored by MailChimp Simeon that does things with your mail at scale. It's a chimp that does things, and you know you've heard about him on five by five. Mail chimp. <laughs> I think that was a better take. The second one was way better. <sighs> I think this is this is the show. This is this should be the whole show. Just wrap it up. Okay. Let's button this up. Okay. I think I'm a little hot. You're always a little hot. I'm back went back on the Quicksilver. Uh, so I'm still kind of relearning things. And you know why? Because of that buddy of yours, uh, the critical guy. John Syracuse. Uh, yes, John Syracuse. He uh no, seriously, he talked about it and I had another look, so now I'm back uh Back on the Quicksilver. Isn't that crazy? I, I just redid it too because of him. Is that right? Yeah. Now, am, am, I, am I not hot enough now? Can you hear me? No, you're great. Okay. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. There's so much I, I didn't even realize. I haven't really properly welcomed you back yet. Should we do that first or should we talk about things? No, let's talk about things. You can welcome me anytime. <sighs> totally agree. Totally agree. Okay, I'm going to turn this up a little bit. See, I hear, Okay, here's the thing. I have not eaten. I left time to eat. I thought I had time to eat. There's a new hot dog place. A few doors down. Don't be creepy. I go to the hot dog place. I walk in there. It's literally full of high school students. Literally, the door can't open. The door can't close. There's just, there's just wieners and people saying hella. And I don't have a prayer. There's no way. I can't eat. And you're not into that anymore. Hmm? Uh, the, uh, the thing? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, uh, or just the I, pictures. The paleo? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I were to be evaluated... So did, did you not get lunch? Is that what you're trying to say? You didn't get it? What I'm trying to say is that these people are jackals and they should be put into like a camp or some way that could be like a re- renewable energy source because the teenagers are in my way, Dan. They're blocking my wiener. You got to eat. That's the future of the, gen- of, of the world, though, but you got to eat. So what'd you eat? What is that, a dog treat? <laughs> Sounds like one of those little biscuits. Like a well, Scooby I, snack, a Merlin I, snack. I made, I made my doodle on the paper so I get a treat. Mm. Mm. Boy, mm. these things are great. These are Walgreens Select Premium Blend Nuts. Now, do you have? You still got Walgreens? You got Walgreens there? Yeah, they have those. Now, you get yours. Do you go to Whole Foods for yours? Where do you get your nuts? Uh, Whole Foods, but uh, not usually. It depends. Costco, we like the macadamia. Mm. And you can I'm get those at Costco, but only seasonally. So you, you're, you get you're pure you're pure macadamia now, aren't you? That's yeah. how you roll. Yeah. Hmm. All right. That's pretty much. Let's start the show. Good week. Big week. Mm. Big couple weeks. Oh, I don't know. Big I don't know how you're week, doing. Three or four weeks. Big. I was wrong. I was wrong. I, I thought it takes a big man to admit that. Well, I don't know I what do. you were wrong about, but I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, I I thought you would be out longer. Oh right, you said that. You said you'll be out four weeks. Which is a nice way of saying you should have been out longer. <laughs> right. Right? <laughs> I, bear, I wasn't actually out a full two weeks because Steve Jobs uh, uh, re- resigned, retired. So I had to can, come back. Can, can, I, can I tell you an honest thing? Yes. It was a fantastic episode. A, a really, really extremely difficult topic. 
And I think you guys did a really, you and Gruber on that ep- 50, episode 56, yeah. was it? Uh, the talk show, fantastic. Anyway, Thank I you. Really I th- mostly John, but I thought it was, uh, I thought so too. I thought. Well, I yeah. told him the same thing. I mean, I, I was on um, the Twitch show uh, that week and uh, it was hard. It's hard because, I mean, you don't want to sound like you're, you know, there's a big difference between the verb was and the verb has been. Hmm. If I say that Steve Jobs was the main creative force behind Apple, it's really different than saying Steve Jobs has been that force at Apple. And I got very uncomfortable finding myself saying how, you know, it was rather than has been. And I don't know, it freaked me out. It all, but also shows all the equivocation. Like there's only so much we know. We kind of can't help but guess just because we not only like the products, but we like the guy. You know, you can't help but, you know... I'm the last guy in the world that speculates over stuff like that, but still. Anyway, so it's a hard topic. I hate to bust a gut about it, but uh, I think it was a hard, sensitive topic, and you guys did a nice job with it. Apart from that, you weren't really missed. (laughs) That's how it would seem. But that's good. You know, you try to build something that'll last even with that shit fall. I've done that. Well, that's what they used to say, the beer truck scenario, right? What what happens? The beer truck. The beer truck scenario. Did I introduce you to that phrase? Um, This is new to me. Come on. Really? It really is. Well, not to be morbid, but the very first time I ever heard that phrase. I like how you slowed down there. You know why I'm Dory? I'm speaking, uh, (laughs) it's my whale language. I've been watching way too much Pixar. (laughs) By the way, Ellen DeGeneres as Dory, one of the great Pixar characters. Very. Now, do you watch the Nemo? You watch Nemo? Uh, A little... The intro, I think, set... We talked about this. Yeah, a little bit of fear in motion, so we've been... My, my daughter respins that. She, I guess, uh, you know, maybe uh, what uh, Derrida would say, she deconstructs that. So she says things like, uh, I think the eggs are on vacation, or I think the eggs are at school. Mm, I, nice. think the mom, I think the mommy's at the store. So... Uh, she's not very smart. She can't really read a plot the way I can. So yeah. I don't know. We'll work on that. We'll work on that. Um, Dory was talking to whales, and here's the thing that I first heard this applied to, I believe, a healthy Steve Jobs, although it might have been a post completely healthy Steve Jobs. But it was what people started referring to as the beer truck scenario, which is what happens if uh, Steve Jobs, in particular, in this instance, crosses the street and gets hit by a beer truck. Mm-hmm. What happens to the company? And, uh, it's a question that I think is it's very interesting to ask about a lot of different places, not just Apple, but any place where you have this one, you know, sentient biped who's uh, regarded as being responsible for the success of the company, which certainly is the case with you, right? I mean, we all do what we can, but I mean, you're the you're the reason for the season. That's a Christian joke. Um, <laughs> Thank you. That's okay. I'll put it in the chat. I'll give you a link. <laughs> Good. It's Good. Called Ma- I'll do some called research. Ma- yeah, it's called Matthew. Look it up. <clears throat> Actually, go with John. <laughs> um, so I'm really glad you're back. Um, I tried to get on every one of your other shows and had very minimal <laughs> success. Right. I kept trying to call into Hypercritical, but Ryan wouldn't pick up. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I haven't listened to the talk show that you were on, and, uh, but I hear it was great. It was really good. You're kidding me? No, no. I mean, I really do. It was great. That's, I mean, what from what I've heard. Wow, hmm. you've been been pretty busy, huh? You know, I got I, a couple kids I, in the I house. I found I found time to listen to all of your podcasts. Yeah, huh? 
No, that's just good. It's real. It's really interesting. I heard it was neat. Oh boy. Mm. I heard it was really long, like two hours long. Oh gosh. There was mm. an after dark too, and pop pop it out my glass eye and putting in the angry. <laughs> oh, now I can see clearly. Um. Adam yeah. was interviewed though on a, on another show. I've listened to that a few times already. I am so happy. Uh, we'll start the show in a minute. I am so happy that Mac Power Users is uh, part of the family now. They do a heck of a job. I think you, I think you helped uh, did something there to get them on because they were they were you know hesitant to move to make any move. Well, as you know, I I, uh, I am responsible for nothing, uh, and I have never actually helped make anything that good. But I did say you guys should talk to each other because I think uh, I really enjoyed the two times that I I've, they've been kind enough to have me on as a guest and. Um, while I'm far from a fan of the tips and how-tos and workflows kinds of direction and, and stuff, it makes me enjoy what they do all the more because yeah. I think they're really good at it. And talking to stuff like talk, having Dave, David Wayne on there, having Adam on there. I mean, Adam's, like all the episodes Adam's on, I mean, because of the nature of what he does and the fact that he is literally the most masculine, musky, <laughs> here suit man, uh, I think in the continental <laughs> United States. <laughs> right. Li- literally. You know, did you know he has to replace the uh, the drain on his shower? Like, <laughs> it's not every week, but it depends. It depends on how hot wow. it is, really. Wow. He sheds. Hey, man, know? how have you been the last couple of weeks? Hey, Dan. I have been, I've been pretty good. You know what's crazy what? is I've, I've been good. I've been um, actually really busy with doing the stuff for this show. It's doing interviews you guys, and promotions of the show. And- I have newfound respect for whatever it is you do because it's a lot of work but now i've been doing that and i've been getting ready i got a really big talk tomorrow that Ooh. i've been getting ready for where are you at? where are you talking <sighs> it's a mystery you can't say i i probably can but you know i don't like you know me i don't like to like right could you message yeah. it to me in the in the sure i mean window? i won't you, so i promise not to read it on the air well let me just say if you followed literally anything that i do um you would have no problem probably guessing oh but, Really? Yeah. So I'm actually trying. But that's what I've been doing. Now, now you. That's big, like, dude. Let's talk about you. Can you, you get you're me the... in there? Sure. Seriously? Yeah. Fly out? Yeah, give... Flying out tomorrow. Sure, I'll give you a copy of my book. Here's the thing. <laughs> I, um, I want to know how you've been. Now, we can talk about whatever you want. Uh, this is, oh, damn, we didn't mention. This is, let's start the show. Okay. Okay. Good week? Yeah, well, big week. This is, Dan, just to be clear, this is. I don't, I don't really have like a soundboard. Um, S2E1, right? Did we agree that when you came back, this would oh, be the right. season two for those who don't follow the S2E1 uh, nomenclature? Yeah, it's called, it's called scene naming. Do you think that's going to be confusing to people or should we just keep going with the old one? I kind of no, like the idea. I think it's season, season two. It's all new, all new season. We've got a new cast. We've got a new mm-hmm. lineup of. Uh, yeah, we've got uh, the, 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 cute, the, the kid who used to be cute got a little old and a little sassy. So we got a new, uh, young, cute kid. We got rid of Chuck uh, Cunningham. Uh, we moved the furniture around a little bit. And uh, we're going to bring in a sexy, saucy, wisecracking neighbor next door. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty much it. So um, when did you officially, setting apart the talk show episode, when did you officially, officially start like saying, okay, I'm doing this again? Well, the um, I have to look at the date, but I believe it was... I kind of came back, was it the third? No, the 27th was, uh, 26th rather, was the day I think we did the talk show. And then I was back last week doing shows, and then there's this week. So two, this is the second week, I think, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I was gonna say about. Yeah, I, was, I was gonna yes. guess a week and a half. Yeah, I must, I must feel feels great. Good, good, good to be back. And, good and weird. Is does it? It feels all good. It's all good. It's all good. Nothing You're not tired. No. You're not tired at all. No. I actually slept more last night than I've slept in in weeks. Is it true that Darth Vader has fake legs and like a fake arm and like he's actually more of a robot than you first realized? Isn't that is that really true? I know for sure that he lost both legs and I believe one arm and maybe the second lower half of his arm. Okay, so as ardent a fan as I consider myself to be of some of the movies, it wasn't until very recently that I learned that he's actually kind of apparently more robot than person. And so I'm just saying, I don't know, I don't know how you're here. I feel like I didn't sleep when my kid was born. I feel like I didn't, I didn't really, really, really sleep for almost two years. No, and that's how it was with the first one. But the second one, uh, it's, uh, my wife is pretty much in charge of the second one. I'm, I'm kind of now in charge of the first one. <laughs> I saw you say something about that. I, I was <laughs> curious. So he's, he's all yours, huh? Yeah, pretty much now. Which is, with, with this kid in particular, can be quite... Uh, it's like having it's like it's like we have four kids right now and three of them are three and a half years old. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It sounds like somebody uh like before my wife and I were both mentally and physically exhausted by just taking care of just the one. You split him. Yeah, and even then it wasn't a fair split, and now I'm paying for that. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. paying for it. Oh, I'm paying for it. Mm-hmm. I love like somebody them, uh, like somebody spilled a big tram full of little monkeys. It's a lot of work. <laughs> That's right. Is the hot is the Hot Wheels plan sticking? Is it working still? I mean, we still do it, but he's surprisingly unaffected by it now. Like it, at first it was for, and I mean, at first, like the first many months of it, he was very affected by that. But his his resiliency is strong. He's like, oh, all right, you know. And sometimes he'll actually suggest it. He'll say, "You should take a Hot Wheels car away now." I'll be like, oh, this is, this is tougher than I ever thought. I was really, two nights ago, I was pretty close to adopting the Hot Wheels model. Yeah. Or some version of it. Yeah. But, you know, that's not kind of philosophically how I would, I would not feel totally philosophically comfortable. And I have to be honest with you, I think I totally agree with, with what I would discover eventually from her, which is that these, these kids are very slippery. And they'll do the stuff like you're saying. They'll say, well, why don't you go uh, do, that, do that thing you're always threatening me with? You know what I mean? Don't throw me in the briar patch kind right. of thing. Yeah, it's exactly. It happens all the time. And, and this happens to us when we accidentally, I think we talked about this once, but we got into that kind of that dumb habit of like through a series of seemingly unrelated events, we suddenly found ourselves in a position where she expected and got something sweet after dinner every night. And how, how, how it was murder. It was murder to undo that. And uh, actually, uh, I, I mentioned this to one of your other hosts, who I won't mention by name, because um, I don't know if he's cool with this, but uh, <laughs> the other host said when he tried to break that with his uh, offspring, uh, they would start to say, can we have, des- can we have vegetables and dessert? Hmm. Do you follow? So mm-hmm. it wasn't just they learned that asking for dessert doesn't work anymore. So they would go straight to, can we please have vegetables and dessert? Like, go ahead, give me that token ring of fire that I have to run through I love it. to get to the thing that I ultimately really wanted. I think they're very slippery. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you're doing it. I don't know how you're doing well, it. Well, you know, like my wife is, uh, is, is with the little one all the time and I'm with the big one all the time. Well, 
<sighs> people hate the parenthood stuff, but congratulations on every uh, on every front. And uh, thank you. I'm sure uh, all of our uh, nerds and jackals join me in saying, um, you know, rock and roll. Thank you. I hope it keeps going good. I hope uh, I hope the Hot Wheels thing starts working again. Let's I don't see. know what I'm going to do. I'm a, maybe the timeout thing. I don't know. I, I yeah. don't know. I don't know how you do it. I don't, I don't either. Do. I, I get emotional. I get emotional. I get emotional, and that's do not. Do you ever yell? Very a big yeller. Oh, God, get out of oh, Merlin's oh, way when whoa, he's angry. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I can just see it. you just and like I could see you grabbing the coffee can <laughs> that you fill up with your you know your spare change at the end of the day, and not chucking it at your child, but chucking it at the wall, and just <laughs> having to go right through the wall in anger. You no, know, for me, like, I feel like it's, it's a little bit like, um, you know, I want to keep my powder dry, right? Nice. So f- I think what I, I want her to be very afraid of, of the fear. Yes, yes, of you. Yes, but the thing is, to make her afraid of the fear, I just have to get her to where she's afraid of the pre-fear. And then that's what I, it's the, it's the, it's the oh, that's what I'm working on. So... Anyway, we went to Costco. We got a big thing full of marbles. Not a big thing. I think with like 25 marbles in it. And every time I do a countdown and I say, you know what, honey? We're down to 21. When the marbles are gone, there's no more love. Oh, wow. Daddy finds another special girl. Oh. You want another marble out? You want another marble out? No, I couldn't do that. It's hard. It's hard. I'm a total sucker. You know what? It's, you said, maybe you said this. I forget who said this. Somebody smart said this, that the hardest thing when you're uh, being a parent is the consistency. You know, you, you can't get it right once. You got to get it right every time. This is oh, so yeah. boring. People hate this. We should talk about Quicksilver. We should talk about something else. So I had an you, idea. I had Quicksilver mapped to the same uh, keyboard combo that I had uh, launch bar for, and it does yep. everything the same. Everything's the same, but the graphics are better. I see a big, pretty icon. It's a very, yes. And, uh, well, you know, uh, Alcor, who actually does have a real name, um, he, when he went to Carnegie Mellon, as I understand it, you, you can tell me about this because you're from the area, right? You know everything about the area. Mm-hmm. Carne- Carnegie Mellon. Uh, my, my grandfather went back, went to that. Really? Yeah. Did he make robots? Made some robots, made some um, munitions. Whatever oh, they did. Everybody worked for the war back then. Is that, is that called ordnance? Is that what that's called? Yes. Actually, mm-hmm. yes. You know what my coach used to say? Remember, there's no I in ordinance. That's like uh, somebody talking out of the fog of war. Yes, yes. But I knew. With, with with I don't want to give away out where, of a speaker on the camera. I don't want to give away where this was. But both yeah. my grandfather and my aunt, as you would say, <laughs> worked uh, in the same facility that our friend uh, John Syracuse works in. Oh, really? Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Have, well, I, I, have I said it, too you know, much, John Syracuse? I think yeah, he's still. You said too channel. much. We're going to have to cut all this out, Jim. Yeah. Um, so this, my understanding was, and this, you guys can correct me, you uh, the jackals. I used to call them nerds, but now I think they might be jackals. Jackals is better. Jackals help the nerds. Nerds help. Uh, I think that when you go to the Carnegie Mellon, you can have. There's like a sort of balanced program where you can focus, obviously, more heavily on technology and stuff, or you can also, I guess, is I guess, focus on sort of like design, HCI, you know, the kind of more how we you know, use and interoperate with these machines. And I think Alcor, his real name was Nicholas, was more focused, uh, he's an artist, right? He's an artist. There's a reason all those icons look so good. And like somebody like Ethan Schoonover, the guy who did, uh, you know, 
uh, Kinkless GTD, and now he's done that wonderful solarized theme for all the different uh, the Vims and the text edits or text uh, mates and everything. You know, he's <laughs> Ethan's a photographer. Like he started Kinkless to have a way to literally get his stuff done. Alcor is an artist. He made you know uh, Quicksilver cobbled together Quicksilver because he wanted a pretty way to do stuff with his Mac. It's so interesting to me when people start out as that. So for a long time, Nicholas, or sorry, Alcor, would always say, like, you know, the one reason I can't release this stuff is this is all spaghetti code. It's just a bunch of, you know, crazy Apple script to make all this stuff happen. But uh, I, I'm usually that guy who's browbeating people about, yeah, don't switch things, stick with one thing, get good at it. But I, this is my one out of a hundred thing. I can't believe how much I missed Quicksilver and didn't realize it. Now, let me just first say, I don't know why people are super territorial about these things. I'm sorry you guys all felt betrayed when Quicksilver was bringing my <laughs> computer to its knees and I went to LaunchBar. LaunchBar people, I'm sorry you're going to be mad too that I'm now using this other app. And Alfred people who for no particular reason just like to get mad, it's a great app. They're all great apps. It's just LaunchBar, when I first launched LaunchBar 5, you were on LaunchBar after the change, right? Yeah. Um, didn't it just feel crazy fast? Launch bar five. Launch bar five seemed like, well, I mean, I don't know what they did behind the scenes, but it it was way faster and you know, ridiculously faster. It seems like, it seems like they shouldn't be able to do that. Well, I'm realizing that, uh, in retrospect, I, I, you know, I'm as always with a lot of this stuff, I'm kind of an edge case or a corner case, I guess. I, I had a lot of catalogs. And uh, I had a lot of things like all of my bookmarks in Firefox, all of my book, you know, stuff I didn't really, really, really need, you know. So, I mean, I wish I kind of wish I'd taken Syracuse's advice a long time ago. I think he's a little extreme. Uh, what is it, Syracuse? He, he has relatively few things in his catalog, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, I don't even think he has a, an operating system installed. No, no, he just runs Ed. No, it, boots, it boots into BBEdit. Yeah, Vax. <laughs> <laughs> He just, you know what, he just literally has a sheet of paper, a black sheet of paper with white, you know, Monaco 9 on it. Uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh-uh. It'd be be really funny. Can you imagine? His whole job is just staring at a screen. Just staring. staring. Slashes and the backslashes. That's what would kill me. Then he goes home and he stares at a screen and he talks to it. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how you do the pearl. I just... It's weird. That's my brain. No, I mean in a good way. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. I'm not going to get into it. I can't take any more email right now. Nice. Um, Quicksilver. So I, I, there's a number of factors here. I mean, I, w- I, I, I don't want to sound like I'm patting myself on the back because it's not a big deal. But like, I think I'm one of the people who, in a lot of ways, got the word out on Quicksilver. Oh, and that, really? So this well, is you. Well, it's just, no, no, no. In the early days of 43 folders, like, inarguably, one of the topics that I was most passionate about was like how Quicksilver was changing stuff for me, you know? Um, and I had tutorials. I had one of the first like interviews with this mysterious character and whatever. It's, it's only in the service of saying like nobody, probably very few people have ever loved Quicksilver more than me. And it just got to where it got to the point where when Alcor said, okay, guys, I've switched to launch bar. When, when the developer of the app you love switches, like on the day that Alan starts using BB edit, I think that might be, something to take notice of. So on the day that the guy who makes Quicksilver says, I'm not using it anymore, let alone developing it, I think that's a pretty good signal. Um, and I said, you know what? I'm going to leave this behind. I'm going to leave the triggers behind. This is a, a, probably almost all stuff I don't really need. 
But what's and I loved Launch Bar. Like you know, it was just it was so fast. It did almost all of what I wanted. I could figure out how to do it. I got kind of used to that weird URL thing. You know how they do a lot of their functionality through those like custom URLs. Yeah, was it like XHTTP or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's all in the service saying I like I was like a kid on Christmas Day when I got it. <laughs> Because I, once again, first of all, like tons of my plugins are from 2006, <laughs> but they still kind of work. But I, man, my triggers, I got triggers all over the place now. And it's, I'm just flying. I have some great triggers. I do have really good triggers. So what do you, what, what, tell me about your, uh, what you notice. Are you, is your brain back into Quicksilver now or are you still kind of working into it? You know, well, it's, it's only actually been a few days because that was on my list of things I wanted to try once I got back to, to the job. And I just, you know, I said, well, I'm just going to see what it does. I installed a bunch of the little extensions and prompts you to install. And I've just been using it. But see, I don't, and this is the thing. I'm more like a regular guy when it comes to the, to the launcher than you. You've got all these triggers. You've got You, you also, that, Dan, you also love a stock setup, right? You, you, you minimize the number of unnecessary, it's smart, which is super smart, right? I mean, that's, I've heard you talk about this numerous times. One way you're so streamlined is you can just switch a computer out and you're not going to have to go in there and like move your texts over or anything. No, nah, it takes me, if, if you gave me a stock computer and I had access to the internet, and, you know, maybe, maybe 20, 30 minutes at tops and every app I need is installed. Everything is configured. It, it, maybe, maybe it doesn't even take, like it takes that long if I do some phone calls. I've had this Mac Pro since 2006, and I'm still bringing it up to date. I'm still, I'm still moving stuff. You're still over. getting stuff. Yeah, I'm pulling set up, up backups. From the archive. <laughs> pulling up backups of my Wall Street, you know, uh, laptop, and still <laughs> pulling over some side quests. I'll, I'll be done pretty soon. Yeah. Um, what's what's funny to me is, um, in um, yeah, as you know, I'm not like a super smart guy. Like I'm not like a deep technical guy. And so when 43 folder started and it became well known, did you do that site? Mm. No, listen. Mm. People may not know you about from that anymore. Forty three folders dot com. Good. This is how you can be productive on the internet. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna be mean. Um, Go there. You click the uh, how to use forty three f, which is what it's abbreviated. I got. And there's update. a guide there. Yes. That will help you understand this whole thing. I spent a lot of time there over my my yes. week or so out. Well, the latest Reading post the on the stuff. site, it's about how to literally draw your own graph paper and to then use it to learn how to iron faster. So that's one I have. Uh, there's uh, 114 uh, styles of graph paper that I teach you to draw. And uh, I'm pretty excited about that. It's getting really, really heavily dug up, which is nice. It's almost like hacking your, your life. It is, that's in a nice. sense, like hacking your life or, or your fruit or your dishes right. or really anything where you don't really care that much. Yeah. Um, and where it could potentially stand between you and your work in a way that's, I guess, oblivious to you. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to think about it. Do you send a lot of traffic to that site? Uh, more, than, more than you'd think. I would think a lot because God, most post. of the stuff that you have written there that I, when I was reviewing it, it was still absolutely relevant, still useful, still smart. Well, Even the stuff you wrote you know, at the very beginning, I think, is still spot on. Oh, thanks. On. Thanks. Is that just I, you, or did you have to, uh, some uh, ghostwriting? Well, that's a long story, but I mean, we should come back to that, because th- it's funny, like, I've got such a ramp up now to what I feel like is worth putting on there. Like, I've, I've set my, I painted myself into a corner, if you like. I, equality, <laughs> painted myself into a quality corner, because now I feel like, gosh, there's so many things I want to say. I want to post about this show. Of course, I would never post a link to every episode of our show now, because, you know, you know how that works. You know what I mean? If you if you do that on a site where you're not updating a lot, it's it's really douchey. Yeah. 
and but I have a lot to say. It's just I feel such a ramp. I've got probably half a dozen posts that are in some form of undress right now that I'd, I'd love to post there. But um, we're getting. If there was a topic, I think we're off it. But here's the thing with the Quicksilver, and and again, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that's not working right. For some reason, I can't can't get the services stuff to work right. Uh, which do you is, have a lot of custom services that you do. I have um, some, mostly, almost all. Gosh. Pretty much every service, custom service I've got is basically, if you like, built from somebody else's source. So it's something Gruber wrote that I've wrapped with uh, service, service, what's that thing called where you can make services out of anything? ServiceMakerEverything.net. <laughs> I love you. Somebody will somebody else holler. But it's... Uh, a lot of people ask about the keyboard. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop a yeah. mandate that uh, you can, should mention. Can you mention, start writing all of these down? Please start writing all of these down. You should mention what kind of keyboard every time you are making that sound. Okay. You should mention the type of keyboard. Okay. Um, boy, we are deep, deep, deep down the rat hole. The, um, the uh, services, like things like uh, Brett Terpstra's stuff, like I just drop in his markdown services. Which are amazing. Uh, other ones that you can make out of work, other people's like workflows in um, uh, Automator. Um, but the services are powerful. And, and here's the thing. If you guys have never used Quicksilver, I guess I know whatever your favorite thing is, I know you can do this. But the thing that first made me really get Quicksilver, like everybody uh, or any of these apps, I first used it as an, as an app launcher, right? It basically knows all the apps that are on your drive or in your applications folder. And it's got a, well, I guess what you call, what, a learning algorithm. So the more often that you type MSW, the more it learns that that's Microsoft Word. And the more often that you type, in my case, like uh, T-E-X, it knows that that's Text Expander. Remind me to talk about Text Expander. And so on. So that's, that's a really minimal way to do it. But the thing that, that distinguished Quicksilver uh, was that how many things via these plugins were added on that let you get at lots of different stuff on your Mac, right? So that's the one thing. But then the second thing was that you could create these functional sentences with it. So if you think of a sentence, if you remember back to whatever fifth grade, you know, you've got usually got a subject, a verb, um, and an object or, or predicate, right? So uh, John eats the dog. You could really think of that as three things. There's John, there's eating, and there's a dog. And there's many ways you could say that. You could say the dog was eaten by John or whatever. But the point is, you've got those three parts of the sentence. Quicksilver lets you do that with stuff. And that's what blew me away, was that I could say, take this text file and the verb I want to append to that text file, third, this string of text. So, bang. Uh, I had an idea for something on fives. I hit the numeral five. And it knows that that's the document called my fives running list. I tab, and it's I, I type, uh, or even hit, you can hit shift. You know about the shift trick? Mm-mm. If you type, uh, there's a bit you can flip that if you type something in caps, it knows, without you tabbing, it knows to go to the next pane. All right, so if oh, you pull up handy. a text doc and go capital A-P-P, you're already um, winnowing down to append. You hit again, it knows that that should be a blank text field. I type something in there, it goes in, and I haven't, I know that all sounds inscrutable, but the first time you do that, it's, it's just mind-blowing. And then you, then you can do something like add a trigger. And so a trigger is you know, just a custom keyboard command. But given how deep this app goes, it goes into the menus for the apps because it does got all kinds of crazy stuff. I have a trigger that just brings up the triggers pane in Quicksilver just because I use it so much. But um, like the files that I do a lot of appending to, and, and I don't know about you, Dan, but that was a huge one for me. The ability to append to a file from anywhere. 
Um, I now have triggers for that. So I just hit one button, start typing, hit return, and I've appended a line to a file. Now, that was magic for me in 2004, 2005. And of course, you know, <laughs> the line formed to go, So, you know, there's already a way you can do that. It's called the shell. And I go, uh, uh, I didn't know that. I mean, I kind of knew that. I knew enough to like go in and change the uh, permissions on a Unix file, you know, like on a Unix system. But um, I guess I never really realized like how much that is like the shell. And the point I'm trying to make in this 25-minute arc is that basically I think Quicksilver is my Emacs. <laughs> I hate to admit it, but like I will always try to figure out, and I understand now that that's that, and when I say that's my Emacs, that this is the system where I feel like I probably could find a way to do it with mm -hmm. this, and I have it all in the one place. You know, why do I love text files? I love text files because they're simple, they're small, they're portable. I can do whatever I want with them. And I never have to think about where stuff goes. If it, if it can go in a text file, it will go in a text file. Do you know what I mean? And that's how I feel with Quicksilver. Like that's, and, and this goes straight back to an episode we had a few weeks ago, the seemingly endless discussion that comes up on every show about this whole text editor thing. Like, are you going to go with BB Editor? Are you going to stay with TextMate? And so on. Muscle memory, right? I feel like all that muscle memory that I invested in Quicksilver years ago is suddenly coming back to me. Um, and you know, and I, I think you could do that with LaunchBar. You can certainly do it with Alfred. Alfred is a truly beautiful app. It's the most Mac-like of all of these apps. But I, I think for myself, I'm realizing, I'm admitting that Quicksilver is or can be sort of like my version of Emacs. Does that make any sense? Is it this service? This service. Create services from any script? Yeah, it's really neat. Uh, this is uh, Dan's talking about the thing I learned about. Waffle-software.net. Mm -hmm. I'll put this in the notes. And so, um, you know how in TextMate, in the bundles, you can basically create, a, 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 you could have a, what do they call it, a script? Basically, you can create a key command to do anything based on, it could be a shell script, it could be a Perl script, Ruby, like you name it, right? If you just drop in a chunk of code or point to a shell script somewhere, it can execute that. This is something similar for adding services. And at the risk of insulting the intelligence of lots of people here, you'd be amazed how many people have no idea what services are. If you go under your application menu for whatever app you're in, you'll see this thing called services. And if you go under there, <laughs> you probably won't see much unless something's selected because now you've got to go turn these on. But the point is, you can do stuff to stuff that's not necessarily tied to a certain application. I've got some things that'll, for example, anywhere I am, I can straighten quotes on a bunch of text. Uh, what are some other examples, uh, Dan? Uh, examples like send this to Quicksilver. So like take this thing anywhere and send it to Quicksilver. Reveal this reveal this file in Pathfinder instead of the Finder, and so on. Um, and what, service, what this service does is it lets you, in the same way that TextMate can take any script and make it into a thing, this can take any script and turn it into a service. And so what is it? You say whether it's input, output, or filter, right? No, I'm, not, I'm not using this thing. Oh. I'm, not, see, I'm not a big services guy. I feel like services, like that's something you, just, you shouldn't just mess with that. Because then you get to worry about them. Do you think it's partly because they're kind of not there? Like you don't you don't you don't think of them, right? I mean, they're not really they're not they're just sort of floating top. out there, and you never right. know: are they there? Are they not there? How do you get them? You forget about them. How do you how do you check do spelling as I type? How do you do stuff in general? You you mostly use keyboard commands and set and like, like give if me you want to get give me an example. What do you mean do stuff? I'm a um, mouse, I'm a mouse guy. Okay, so if you're in Safari yeah. and you want to bookmark a page, what do you do? I, I, you're going to laugh. I almost never make any bookmarks. I have almost no bookmarks. 
Darth Vader. Almost no bookmarks. Like, like I'll tell you what bookmarks You're Darth Vader. Are. You're Darth Vader. No, I, you know I, what? Look I, at this. I, bookmarks I, is empty. Mm-hmm. I, have no, I have no bookmarks on this machine at all. In my bookmarks bar, I've got about maybe seven. Whereas and most of I... them are, most of them are to my fantasy football league. <laughs> really? Yeah. Whereas when I'm on iOS and I type in the location bar, I get one letter and then it pauses for about six seconds while it chunks on auto-completing the thousands and thousands of bookmarks I have. Okay, I bad example. I feel like if I, if, I don't, if I can't remember it, I don't need to worry about it. Okay, what app are you in right now? Right now? What's sitting there? What's open? Um, Skype? Text, no? On this computer, TextMate, so I can type in notes. Look in the upper left-hand corner, Dan. Do you see an apple? Yeah. To the right of the apple, what, what word is that? TextMate with a capital okay. M. Okay, go to preferences. Okay, I'm there. How'd you get there? I went to TextMate preferences dot dot dot. Now I do know that the uh, command comma would have gotten me there, but I I'm need, so surprised. My other you hand went to is the on menu. The, my other hand is on the glass of water. I didn't want to have to shift, uh, you know, the position. I used a free hand, went up there and grabbed it. I would have had to move my other hand off the glass of water, command and and comma. Well, I suppose I could have done the command comma. Both with that, but see, then that's a weird and awkward gesture if you're doing that. It's like a pinching well, motion. It's, it's somewhat awkward. It's, the way you do that in Emacs is a control, command, shift, F15, <laughs> F2, F9, page down, arrow right, arrow right. Right. And the way to remember that. I, like, yeah, I, I connect. I like to connect with the machine. I mean, this is the thing is a lot of the time in, you know, I mean, I... Don't get me wrong. I, I, I spend a lot of time in the terminal. And if I have to copy a file, there's a good chance that I'll use command line completion and tab completion to copy the file in the terminal rather than using finder windows. Like I way don't use much. And I don't do very much in the finder at all. If I, if I have to do it in the finder, I'll just do it in terminal because I've been using right. a Unix terminal for, I don't know, 20 years or whatever. So for me, that's a no-brainer. That's really easy to do. But as far as using the user interface, I'm very much uh, probably more of a mouse person than a command because I never, I never have the bandwidth to re- try and remember keyboard commands. Like I remember a few of them, mm. uh, but uh, it's just you know, hitting keyboard commands feels very PC to me. Isn't that hmm. weird? No, I can I can see that. I mean, it's and then and then you know what I missed though about the Mac from my old school days of doing PC work by day, and that I always wish would be is that you could actually get around, I don't know if this is still true in Windows, but you could get yep. around the operating system with the keyboard. You could like use the arrow keys and the mouse keys and enter and things that like do things. I think the goal of, well, maybe I heard this Gruber say this, but I think the original Mac, that was one of the goals, was that you the opposite of that, which yeah. was that you could do everything with the mouse. Yeah. I, um, well, I think, you Sir know Cusa what I'm realizing? says you can do that in OS X, of course. Okay. Or OS X, as he says. It depends on what you have turned on, though. Like, like I have, uh, if you have the thing, like an accessibility thing turned on where you can tab through the items, like in a browser, you could do that. But I've sometimes had to charge my mouse, and I, I, and I try to do that, and uh, I don't know how I would do that. There's probably a way. You know what my favorite, the, the, the one keyboard command I use the heck out of? The one keyboard command you use Never that. guess. Never guess it. It's in a browser, if that helps you. Is it, is it non-obvious? No. It's obvious, but that's why you won't get it because it's like so basic. You wouldn't even. Print, you probably do it a million times. You wouldn't even think of it as a keyboard shortcut. Print a PDF. Is there a shortcut for that? I need that. Oh, there's one David Sparks mentions where you hit uh, Command P, like you have to print, mm-hmm. but hit P twice, like Command P P. <laughs> that's funny. 
Because it'll uh, select the P uh, PDF. I think oh, that'll... wow. Yeah. Credit to David Sparks of the uh, popular 5x5 show, Mac Power Users. I like that guy. Uh, what, what is it? Tell me. Command L. Command L for... In wait, Safari or Chrome. Oh, location, location bar. Yeah. yeah. I'm Command all about L. the L. And if you want to yeah. jump right to the... Uh, uh, I, I think there's a shortcut one to get to the search bar, too, isn't there? Yeah, it used to, well, I don't know, it's, I don't use Safari, but yeah, I, I'm a forever command L-ing. and that also works, I think that works in notational velocity, I mean, I think that's something like a... Command, uh, command T opens a new tab, that's another one. That's it, I think that's, that, that those are my two command, that's it. And, get, you know, in, in, in email, you know, or anywhere, command N to open a new window, command W to close it. I think you have, you have, you know, that's it. Okay, I think I, I, think I just figured, figured it out. Um, well, uh, one difference, that's I mean... And we're, we're, we're totally different characters on this because you, you come from this background of living in, in the terminal and knowing how to do all those different things. Like, so for you, oh, I don't even know how to do this. Like, if you, wanna, if you wanted to do something to a bunch of files, would you drag them from a window into the terminal or would you like autocomplete to do that? I would autocomplete. If it was, Auto- one, if really? it was one file, I might would drag you ls it. you ls into that directory yeah. and then just go tab, tab, tab. We know there's something uh, we in, uh, I don't know if this still works, but there used to be something in Quicksilver called, we used to call the comma trick, hmm. where you could basically add stuff to like a notional stack. So you'd fly through and go comma, select, 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 comma, select, select, comma. And so whatever you, that created basically a stack in Quicksilver. Now, this is not always very efficient. Like if you tried to do something processor intensive with 15 things you'd select in Quicksilver, it wasn't the best thing in the world. But it was a great way, uh, again, to go, okay. Uh, open this folder in Quicksilver. This file, this file, this file, this file, this file. Uh, you know, command, 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 and then zip. Just zip all of these and email it to somebody. Like, you can do all that in this, like, three-pane interface. So, I mean, like, here's the thing, though. Like, you grew up, or you came up, if you like, inside of that text-based terminal world. I totally came from the other way. Yeah. I don't know if this makes any sense. But, like, so now today, like, you use a GUI like a GUI. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm more hacky with it. Like, I'm sitting here looking in Chrome, and I'm realizing that maybe one difference is because anything involving typing text, I'm all over the keyboard. Like I'm flying around with the command, command shift, command option, you know, to select. People who don't know that are living a lie. But that ability to fly around, grab a bunch of text, you know, you know what I'm talking about? I do. Or what's the one in uh, TextMate where you select a line, command shift L, command shift L to select a line. I mean, I... If it's anything having to do with text, like I'm all over the keyboard. But you know what? It's in the browser. I think I do so much stuff, A, with a mouse. Because it's mostly what? Selecting, clicking, right? It's all mousy stuff you do in a browser. But it's also, I use the services a lot. Do you use a real mouse or do you use a touch touchpad mostly? I use a Logitech. It's really dorky looking. Does that have a wheel? Mm-hmm. Does it let you scroll horizontally as well with the wheel? Yeah, I'm not very good at that, but it does that. It's handy in Excel or uh, Google Docs, but I don't use it much. But here, to finish the one dumb thought, is like I realize a lot of what I do is stuff like linking to stuff, uh, blogging or whatever you kids call it today. So, for example, my two most used Chrome extensions, I think, are one called Make Link that lets you mm. create variables to go... It, there's a similar thing. It's based on a Firefox plugin, you all know. But like, if there's a certain way you like to make your links, like I've got all these, like I can do a markdown reference link, I can do all this stuff. It's totally configurable. And then i got this new one that's really super easy that's just called Markdown Link Generator. So like whatever, your pay, whatever page you're on, you just click this thing, and it creates 
a markdown link in your clipboard. So I, all I'm saying is like it's I think it's the, when I'm in a browser like uh, that's where I use the services. It's where I get into all these little extensions and stuff. But like in when it comes to TextMate and typing, like I will do anything I can to not have to touch a mouse, including like what like. See, I don't even know. I don't know the commands. Command option, control option, command B to get to the bundle editor. Like that's, and of course, command shift T, go to symbol, uh, control command T to get to use D to that one much select bundle item. You're doing stuff I never do. Okay, open a document. How do I open a document? <laughs> Is that what you just asked? <laughs> I want you to blow the dust out of the prongs. Go to, um, that'd be funny. File. Open, yeah, go open a re- file and then open type recent, it. and then I pick the folder that I had open. And That's done. fine. And you got a file open. Yeah. We call it a buffer. Uh, you hit, no, no, to hit uh, Command Escape. You know that, right? Uh huh. You know Command Escape? Yeah. Okay. Command Escape lets you select what the uh, language for it is. Worth mentioning. Uh, and then just from anywhere, just type Control Command T and start typing. I like that. So what that does is any. Look up Word on Google and link. Like for whatever scope is Yahoo eligible, News search. whatever scope is eligible, it'll show you everything it could be. Speak like any document. Well, that's fun. That's, that's a good true. one. And you, you use Command Shift T a lot. I'm guessing that's like the killer feature in TextMate. Uh, I could go to Symbol. Command Shift T or Command T. Command like when T. You, I couldn't even imagine not having. That isn't that one of them. Isn't that one of the ones you know that, about Peep Open, right? No, tell me. Okay, so for. Those who don't use TextMate, if you have a file or a number of files open, project, if you will, a big folder, whatever, you hit Command-T and you start typing the name of the file, the file name, and it will, it will find everything that matches that in the, we'll call it folder, project, whatever it is that you're working in. It'll find all the files that match that, or just one. If there is one, then you can hit return and it'll... It'll open that up for you. So it's incredibly handy. Well, that's especially in your case with the rail stuff, where you got a bajillion oh, different so many files. folders. Yeah, oh. and I mean, you don't have to spot like that. It's just way faster. And then yeah. that's in it being a new tab, and then you're working in you're your working files. Working in the files. And BB Edit does not have this feature. There are a lot of apps that don't have this feature. So my friend Jeffrey Grossenbach wrote a uh, a little utility called Peep Open. And wow. uh, his, the name of his company is Peep Code, where he does uh, screenshots and things like that. Uh, so Peep Open is this utility that, uh, well, for all intents and purposes, it, it reproduces this command <gasps> T type of functionality. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. And, and it but does that plus more. It does a lot more. And um, it'll, it works with BBEdit. It works with MacVim. It works with... Uh, Emacs, I mean, you name it, it it'll, it'll probably work with it. And there are people who have come out with little, uh, I guess, uh, compatibility updates or, or whatever you might want to call them uh, that, uh, that make it work with a variety of applications. It's really pretty, too. Yeah. It's a separate app. It is a separate app, though. Uh, it's, not, it's not like a plug-in for an app exactly, although that's how it ties into the app that you're using. It is a separate app that you have to, to launch and run. Hmm. Recommend. Maybe, maybe there is a topic here. I, I, because it's, you know, I still have, I've been struggling with the whole, like, getting my, I, we're not going to talk about text editors, really, kind of. No? No, we are. It's too late. We're already talking about text editors. Yeah, people are Forget very it. angry. That was the one thing, like, the one comment I remember while I was, uh, while I was out. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, is it, please stop talking about 
text editors, Dan. When you come back, please stop. Well, but I'm approaching it more philosophically, Shit. so yeah. it's okay. Yeah. You know me, I'm philosophical. Um, is that now, I mean, so anyway, I mean, I could live without Quicksilver, I think. I could be fine with LaunchBar, but now I am finding myself picking back up with a lot of the things that I used to do. I, I posted something the other day. Now, this is the stupidest thing in the world, but I, uh, I, I post a lot of YouTube links, much to my Tumblr friend's chagrin, I think. But So what I'll do is I'll go grab that link with the Markdown link thingy in Chrome. That's a technical term. And I'll just drop it into a TextMate document. But it's always got that crufty dash space YouTube thing in the title and in the, um, the title of the link. And so I got tired of taking that out by hand. I do it, you know, twice or three times a day, and I got tired of doing it after years and years of doing that. So I, this is really dumb. But I, I went into TextMate, I created a macro that does a find and replace for that. And now that's command, option, shift, Y. And I don't have to think about it anymore. It's really dumb. That is, a, that is in the true sense of the, the Danny O'Brien sense of the word, that is a life hack. That is a little, what he would call secret script. That's like a little dumb thing that you wouldn't even tell anybody about. But like, I, I, know, I know what goes in text files. I know how to fix a problem in this place. And I think for all of us, like there is this weird resistance, this friction that is not purely just 100% nerdy. I think in some ways, me feeling resistance to jumping into BB Edit is in some ways absolutely no different than the lady who answers the phone being bummed that like there's a new version of Outlook that she has to learn. Like that's going to slow her down. The work that she does is not going to move as quickly because now there's a ramp to that. So the, the only philosophical point is, that I'm trying to make, I guess on some dumb level, nobody cares, but um, is I, I think that's really natural. And I think it's, in some ways I think it's really wholesome. Because I think learning to get really good at one tool rather than jumping from one to the other is a great thing. But, you know, there are people who are still lamenting the loss of Lotus Agenda. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, like, people who seriously miss WordPerfect in, like, a major, major way. Like, they've never gotten over it. But that's the beauty of the text file. You know, you can take it with you. You know what else you can take with you? What's that? Your text expander snippets. Did you know that? How do you mean take them with you? Well, let me explain. <laughs> uh, our friends at uh, Smile on my uh, Smile on, S- Smile on my Mac, formerly Smile on my Mac, now they're just Smile, right? I think they are Smile Software. Smile Software, and probably by the end of the year they'll be Smile. <laughs> that'll just be the letter S. They'll just be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've used that that uh, that PDF Pen app. I... PDF Pen. This is the this is the app that allows you to uh, add text, images, signatures, whatever it is. To oh, a PDF file, which is, here's what happens. Your accountant says, uh, Dan, I need you to sign uh, this <laughs> document immediately. Immediately. Get it back to me. I need it today. C-O-B. So what do you do? You go, you go home. You print it. You sign it. You fax it back. That's the only way to do it. That's how we're going to got to pump the folio through the fax troller. <laughs> my com- my <laughs> comptroller. <laughs> is in need of your signature immediately. Comptroller. <laughs> so that's it. So that's what you got to do. It's too bad there's not an app for that. That's true. Well, this is what these guys do. The smile people make, make wonderful things that make your life better. That's a freebie. You can have that. Service mark. Boom. Um, uh, you know, you got to get that David started on the PDF uh, thing. He's, he's big on that. But I, I want to tell you about uh, some text expander stuff. Now, now I know you're, you've used this and you're, you're a fan. Uh, I want to talk more about some of the nerdy stuff. Text expander, if you don't know. You don't amazing. want to address PDF pen and how it <laughs> saves you from doing I don't, it? I don't feel 100% qualified. I'm not a lawyer. You don't have to be a lawyer. Do you think? 
really you can even you can even here's the here's the, and this is the holy grail not only can you so here's the thing then when your accountant sends you that you just sign it right there in uh, in the pdf pen and send it back to them but it, you can do more right. than that here's the one thing what if you've got like eight pdf files and you only want like page two of this one and page eight of this one and, and you want the whole one of this other you want to put them there's together? nothing there's nothing you can do there's Dan. no easy nothing, way to do that right? nothing can be done pdf You're, pen what pdf pen hmm. wow. you can you can edit there's editable text blocks that's a big thing it has ocr that it can do what if i want to draw a square around something you do that Hmm. Hmm. Can it be can, different can, colors? And, and here's the thing. Here's what you'd really like is that you can write in your favorite language, which is AppleScript, and you can automate the, the PDF manipulation. So if there's something you want to do to 100 PDFs or 1,000 of them, you, let's say you want to sign, you want to attach your signature to every PDF file on your computer, you can like do Pete, that. That's what Pete Rose does. <laughs> I know. You know. You know Pete Rose runs on AppleScript? I don't know if you know I that. I didn't know that. Is that the new version? I mean, I suppose, I don't know what the over-under on that is, but that's, that's what I hear. Anyway, it's great stuff. PDF pen. It or is. You're, it they're is. going to talk about this, uh, this other one, Text Expander, or, which used to be called Text Pander. Yeah, I like the change. I like it a lot. Yeah. You know, by next year, that's just going to be... T- <laughs> just T-E. <laughs> we got a new release of... T- <laughs> No, it's uh, now I want to talk a little bit about just super quickly about a couple a couple nerdy things because, um, like I said, this is not the first app in the world that does this, but I think it's it's <laughs> and if, if this is not a nerdy enough episode for you yet, I have I have taught this app how to sing, um, and I, I use it for a lot of neat stuff. I mean, like for example, I, I think there are still people who do not know Dan Benjamin that you can have multiple variables, including the clipboard, inside of a snippet. So if you've got a stock email response that you want to send to people, it will actually send, set you, put you through a little pop-up window with variables that you can fill in. Hello, name of person. Here's the link that you should have found on Google. Drop, clipboard, and so on. Stuff like that. I mean, that is huge. I use that for creating all my, uh, my YouTube embeds. And anytime I've got an embed, the uh, FLV player somewhere, I, I've got a whole... An MP3. I got a way to embed MP3s anywhere with a couple clicks, and I just type in the variables. It drops it in. It takes the URL for the MP3 out of my clipboard, puts it in. This is huge. Um, but one thing I want to mention: I'm not sure how many people know this, and haven't. I don't know how many people have thought about how useful this can be. Do you know about the the date math? Have you ever looked at that? Hmm. No, I. It's okay. Not. It's okay to say no. No, I'm, well, I'm trying to think if I haven't. I haven't. Well, first of all, like for example, I you know. I do a lot of stuff with time stamping, like my files. So when I name a file, I could have a file that's just called back to work notes. Well, that alone is not going to cut it. Right. It's got you know, a whole bunch of other ones. But if I ter- type back to work B2W notes and then type S-D-A-T-E, it goes bleep and creates a short date, which would be 2011-09-06. If I type F date, it'll go bleep and it'll create this long Unixy date that includes like down to the second. So it's basically, uh, you know, works as the equivalent of like a timestamp. Um, so you could do that all by, but you can, and it uses that typical, what is it, like PHP or whatever, you know, there's that standard for, for the way you use, it's the same in Perl and all, I think, right? Like capital Y is year and so on and so on. You can build those however you want, any way that works for you. That's pretty cool uh, on its own. But what's really neat is date math where you can create snippets. And, and the way I do it is I build all my date snippets for stuff separately. And then I have a whole bunch of other snippets that use date math. So say, for example, you are frequently wanting to use something like one week ago or two days ago or however long ago. For example, in Gmail, I, I really wish there was a simple way for it to understand the natural language of the word today. So I could say, just show me email in, in inbox that is unread after today. 
Do you follow? Mm -hmm. But there's not a way because it doesn't know what today means. So I have a custom G day one, G D A Y number one. And when I hit that, it plops in the correct URL to show me all the email in my inbox that is unread that is less than a day old. You can do this for two weeks ago. You can do this for three months from now, whatever you want to do. If you, if you think about that, there's a million ways that you can use that. If you've got some kind of a text-based uh, to-do system, uh, it's just all super fast. And, and finally, the thing that's super nerdy and super great is that you can nest snippets in other snippets, mm-hmm. right? The equivalent of what, like classes? Like you can abstract this stuff however you want and then mix it anyway. It's very maintainable. And uh, as of a few weeks ago, it now syncs round trip with your iOS devices Love so it. if you create one of these on your ios device it gets synced all around so how do you if you if, if you're using a keyboard shortcut to do yeah. stuff like this on your mac how what's how does this work on ios because uh, you you can't really invoke a keyboard shortcut there well there is a very rich talmudic culture around the <laughs> proper way to create <laughs> is it <laughs> is it not right to use a semicolon <laughs> <laughs> Could you? Is it right for me to? Why, buy, on, why on this rabbi, day do we use a semicolon, <laughs> and all other days we do not? Uh, was it Rabbi Kostovsky? Was that his name? Uh, well, what you do is now again now somebody like Dr. Drang. Uh, Brett Terpster, I think everybody's got different ways they use this. I have the most boneheaded way in the world of doing these, which is that I just say expand them as soon as you realize it's a text expander snippet and just get it going. So, I mean, mm. these are all, the nice thing is that these are all just, you know, things you're typing. They're just, they're just letters. And uh, unlike in text, like in TextMan, you can do all kinds of crazy key commands and stuff, but this just goes with you. So I've done all kinds of stuff. I put my email address, you know, EMMG turns into my email address. And um, uh, I've got some cool mark, like for example, uh, I've said this one before, but HHR creates five asterisks for a horizontal rule and markdown and adds the returns. You can, dude, you can have stuff like return, enter, tab, any of those things can all be inside of your text expander snippet. So um, this is way too much information for you to process at once, but have a look at this and check it out uh, because it is, it is seriously powerful. And as the hyper nerds like me and David Sparks will tell you, like once you start using this app, you're going to feel like you're wearing boxing gloves um, the rest of your life. It's, it really is fantastic. So smile software. And let me find the, uh, do you remember the code from memory? Hmm. We have code for this. You know, I we think it was that. back to work eight, but wouldn't it be back to work nine now? Ooh, that's a really good point. Um, I'm gonna say, let's try them all. Yeah, just try. Just keep entering them. It really, it's act like you're trying to guess a password. Just keep trying. Like put in a four in for the A and back to work. Right, like you're an anonymous or something. Yeah. B four N T zero W zero R K. Yeah, those work great. I, no I one think, ever guesses those, by the way. The, the coupon code that we had, and I don't know if Jean's in the nerd room. She's probably not. She's probably playing guitar somewhere. Uh, the one that we had was, was B2W. Wasn't all spelled out back to work eight? It was just B to W8. Oh, my God. So I thought it was all written out. So disorienting. You know what I will tell you? Hey, you know what? If you go to smilesoftware.com slash B2W, I believe all these details are right on the page. Look at that. Boom. Promo code B2W8. Jean is in the nerd room. And it's it's uh, smilesoftware.com slash B2W. And, and she says it's still B2W811. B2W8. Did you know there was an 11 at the end of that? No. I, you know what? I, I'm not sure what I know anymore, Dan. B2W811. I wanted that hot dog so much. And now I'm sitting here like I don't even know what numbers are anymore. 
My, my, my sugar has literally plummeted. And if you do that, you will be able to get 20% off any of the wonderful Smile software. Are we, are we eligible to do that? Because mm. I may want to do that. Hmm. Hmm. Because that I don't PDF know, maybe, maybe Pen Pro, that thing is, I mean, it's a good app, but that thing ain't cheap. Thinking yeah. of upgrading to it. It's a, it, I bought it. It's good. I, I, just, for, just for the times exactly like you described. You know, where Foghorn Langhorn calls and like absolutely positively has to have this thing initialed. You know, Foghorn is pretty abusive to the dog. He'll whack yes. him with a, a board with like a two by four. Yeah. I love him. He's great though. He's sort of like the super ego. He's like uh, everybody, what everybody wants to do. Or is that the id? Which is the one that uh, has no self-control at all and runs around going. Oh, the, the, the id's the dick. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, right, right. No, totally. No, and the thing is, Dan, I, you have spent a lot of time in Florida, but not in the rest. Of, it's a problem with all southern uh, roosters and chickens and hens. Um, it's, it's they really all, all lose their temper. That's right. They called it the war between the states. They name it not after the city, but the river, you understand? And so that's why the chicken hits the dog. Mm-hmm. God, I wish I'd had that hot dog. Ah. Uh, so many thanks uh, to our friends at, uh, at Smell Software. And, and thanks to Gene for hanging out with the jackals. How nice is that? I know. Isn't that weird? Like she's real people. You never know who's in that. Just goes to show you. You never knew who's in the chat room. Can, can I tell you something? Go ahead, Cole. Like, okay. Sorry. Uh, first time Gene. She works for a living. She's not one of those like, oh, hey, yeah, the fluid minute release kind of people. Like, she works for a living. Like, <laughs> she really, like, does lots of work. It's very inspiring. Do you think that being, like, she's... Uh, probably like a text pander text expander guru she does so they have like what two they have like three full-time people i'm not sure anyway it's another great max success story you know it's got to be up there with you know but, I mean, the, like do you think her chops meet up with yours the way you're using it with the with the text expander yeah oh i'd throw it down with her you kidding me is that ooh, what, what ooh, is look the at me i play guitar expression? Ooh, huh here's here's something i want to know if text expander can do this go ahead caller if it, can text expander actually do like create a create a keyboard? Let me see how to describe this. Is one of the apps that I use? You have to do like option one, option two. It, can I do some? And if if I can't, uh, Gina, please add this. Uh, if I if I were to type in instead of option one and option two, if I could just press the one or two or three or four on the numeric keypad instead and have it send the option one or option two command. Does that make sense? It so does. Instead of having to hold um, down option and hit one, I could just hit one on the numeric keypad. Gene? Across the system. Across the system or, or in an app-specific way, which would be fine. Either would be fine. That'd be fine. Gene? The spot's over, right? Because people are going to be mad about how long this is. I don't care. It's, well, it's more than a spot because this is productivity. and you're, you're No, this the, is my life. I totally agree. You're, well, the you're keys hacking that are, your own life. Mm, literally. Enter, escape, return, and tap. Oh, it does escape. Oh man, that's like that's like getting inside the mirror, automating escape. I, I don't even want to think about that. That freaks me out. Well, I know there's there's there are as they say um, more than one way to do it. There's probably lots of different ways. There's all back in the day, uh, there used to be lots of texty, you know, uh, ape kind of things for doing things like that. Am I speaking? Am I speaking just crazy gibberish? You know what I'm talking about, right? Ape. What was that thing? What was that? That was so you could use window shade. Yeah. <laughs> if you really, you know what? Here's my problem. I just am not getting enough kernel panics is there anything that i can install that would help with that what was the like did you know i bought marco's machine yeah yeah you were listening to that one yeah i was yeah no i heard i heard uh, it's, it's I, I cannot believe the resale value our marco said that 
Uh, he sold. He sold his. Actually, MacBook. I'm paying him more if you adjust for inflation than he he spent to buy it. Isn't that bananas? So weird. That's good. That goes for your Dell too. Your three year old Dell. Go ahead. <laughs> take it. Take it on. Take it on in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I used to be really into things like Quick Keys. I used to back before I discovered Text Expander. I what was the other one? There was gosh, I forget what it's called. Something words. I don't know. Um, there's lots of these in different places, but I mean, like, so I mean the. The something like a thread that runs through a lot of the junk we're talking about today, though, is like I think there is a sweet spot to finding, and, and I mean I don't know if there's anything to the practicality, tips and tricks stuff on on the forty three folders tip. Um, what a terrible sentence! I just want to start that all over again. Anyway, I think the idea is this: that like there's nothing wrong with getting efficient and getting good at this stuff and getting fast. I mean, I could do stuff in Quicksilver that would make your eyes cross, uh, and not in a good way. I mean. I can just fly using these things. Things like Text Expander, things like, um, oh gosh, PaySpot. Like, I don't know what I would do without PaySpot on my phone. There's all these things that when I use them together, it, it makes what, for lack of a better word, I, I would call a workflow. It's right. something where I don't have to think about how I get from here to there. The reason people get in the terminal and stay in the terminal is once they're good at it, they don't have to think about how to get from here to there. And I think that's what the trick is. If, in, but if you're spending more time researching that, this is an old point, I, th- I think that's where you got to watch out. But, uh, you, know you know what? what? You, you recommended Fun. an app to me yeah. that you didn't even know you recommended. It was just in a screenshot of yours. Because I love, <laughs> this is the thing, I love screenshots, like people's desktops and iOS things. And I, uh, that, there's that GPS app that you have on your phone, which is a oh, GPS motion or something. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I saw that in one of your screenshots where you were like navigating somewhere that you were going. And I said, that's, that's the app I want. So I bought it. It's going it. to that uh, animation it. studio over the bridge. I remember that. Where, where is that out in? Uh, I don't off, remember. Briar? Not familiar with their work. Uh, two. I, uh, it's a great little app. Um, Good app. A, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't tell my wife how much we have spent on iOS GPS apps because <laughs> that's just not something she needs <laughs> no, to know. No, she oh. does not. Yeah, I'm real worried she'll hear it on here. Uh, <laughs> but man, you know what? I just, the more I spent on those, the less I liked the app by and large. It was crazy. Like I bought those name brand ones, and I was like, "Really? This is done?" Yeah. Like, and this one, boy, it keeps getting better. What is it called? GPS uh, Drive, something, drive. something. GPS Drive. They've got several. I don't know if I'd but you have to pay like you have to pay like a lot of money to get like every every oh motion x gps drive yeah you can upgrade for the voice deal um you gotta have that how yeah. can you not have the voice what's the point i'll tell you one thing maybe you can tell me how to do this my wife won't let it we can't have it on in the car when she's driving because i think she thinks it's insulting i have no sense of direction not so me. i genuinely need it well i'm still learning the you know learning a lot of the roads in this town it's, it's not too hard to get around but once in a while you you know you're turned around you wonder, where the heck am i and the Here's dust the kicks up. They're not paved, right? You get a lot of dust in the air. A lot of right? dust. Yeah. The t- so here's the question. How do you get it so that even if you're on a phone call that it'll talk to you? Because right now if you get a phone call, let's say you're driving uh-huh. and, and it says turn right on and then you get a phone call. That's it. It's done. It's still, call, it won't talk you know, to you. Call forestall, I think. Because that's one of those, there's some kinds of uh, audio apps that will play in the background. Right? Will they play uh, during a call? They won't play during a call. I don't think. I think that's an edge case. You know what is neat about this is that you can have the you can have a while it's telling you where to go. It has a built-in feature that'll let you control 
essentially the the iPod functionality on your iPhone, so that right. you can you can have it uh, playing a, a podcast or music or whatever. And when it's got to tell you where to go, it'll just kind of fade in. It'll say, "Turn right here," and then and then you do turn, and you're listening to your show. It's great. It's really yeah, they're they're not a sponsor though. No, no. That's this is how it works. It's just out of the love. No, I totally agree. It's great, and it, it does mostly stay out of the way. You know, it's uh, it's funny though. We bought a, a Nuvi. Is that how you pronounce it? A Nuvi. A few years ago, and uh, when did we buy what is that? It a car. It's a Garmin. Is that right? I always say. Oh, it wrong. Well, yeah. Garmin. Those things are. I have one. They're terrible. Worse. Worst <laughs> thing in the world. I hate it. It's always wrong. Well, I think I think the touchscreen was uh, horrible. Yeah, well, you go to you go to type touch in. Touchscreen was designed by the chumby people. I well, think. first of all, it's every literally single punch time. It. Every single time, uh, what city? It, I don't. You know, I'm always here now until I tell you I'm not here. Don't don't ask me the city every single time. Every single time it asks me the city. I'm always in Austin now. Oh, I don't want to type in Austin every single time. Every single time I want to type in the address, Austin, always. If, if I had to do that on Google Maps, I'd never use Google Maps. Just let me start typing the address. You figure it out. You figure mm-hmm. out what city I'm in or give me a choice if you can't. Why make me type in Austin 20 times? It's ridiculous. I bet it's a form of caching, don't you think? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But that thing, boy, we got that thing. I hate that pop- thing. Yeah. Well, I don't hate it. I, I popped no, it in I memory. Do. No, I do. No. Okay, so just to go on record... Thank you, Garmin. Dan literally hates his new yeah, unique and unique experience for me. Literally, literally unique. Uh, I, uh, but you know, we put MP3s on there because <laughs> it had a little speaker, you know. But that thing was, it wasn't cheap. I think it was something like, I want to say like 300 bucks. But, and, and it wasn't, and I don't think it was any more than a year or two after that that I got the G1, which had a lot of those features on it. And like all of a sudden, like I was not packing the new V as much, mm-hmm. you know. And now today, like, there's so much that I, as, this is an old point, but there's so much that's been replaced by, by my iPhone. It's nuts. I bought a book. I've been really um, a little anxious about this presentation. Not anxious, but I've been wanting, really wanting to rethink the visual style of this uh, presentation I'm doing tomorrow. So I bought a copy of Presentation Zen, this book I like a lot, on my iPhone. And at first I was like, eh, I don't know. It'd be nice. I, you know, I've already got two copies of it, hard copies. I bought it, but I bought a copy that comes with videos. It's got like videos especially made for the book and for like watching on iOS. And it's just, it's like, that is, that is so boss. Like, I'm so glad I don't, not only do I not have to carry this book around with me, it's a beautiful book, mm-hmm. but I don't want to put it in there with all this other Apple junk I'm carrying no. around. No. I just think that's amazing that like now, I said this on uh, one of the other, with the guest hosts a while back. I bought, I bought a Norwegian black metal record at 9.15 on a Thursday night hmm. on my phone. Unheard of. You just would not have done that a few years ago. I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird. And what about the wallet thing? You think the wallet thing's ever going to happen? The like your phone is a wallet thing? You know, I feel like that. that's pushing me outside of my comfort zone. Me too. You know? Totally. Does my phone need to be that too? I don't like, I don't like using a debit card. No. I just, I'd, I'd rather cash everything. I just, it freaks me out to like. My phone is my passport. Authorize I, I, me. I get it, you know, but like, I, and I, I guess I get the appeal, but I, I don't know. I kind of like, okay, here's a great example. Do you, do you have the zip car? You ever done zip car? Yeah, you I, know got, what that I got that. Here so they call this, it go, go to, <laughs> go to a car or something. What do they, go they, to what driving? do they call that thing? Little zip car? Do you drive around and you just pick yeah. one up on the side of the road, get in and drive it or somewhere? Yeah, it's called go to driving. It's a little slow in the map. Go to, go to, go to my car. <laughs> car to go. Car to go. Yeah. Car to go. Uh, the zip car app, 
I almost made an unkind toot about this, but the Zipcar is a theoretically great app, the Zipcar app on the on iOS, because it's the idea is, and I've tested this, it can work. Where you walk up, you can honk the horn to find the car if you can't find it. You can theoretically unlock it with the phone, but it's only worked one time for me that I've tried it in actual use, and then all the other times, like it, it wouldn't come up. Why? Because it's a cloud app. And, I mean, who knows what kind of engine. It will not sign me in. It takes forever. Like, why am I saying this? Well, like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty advanced technology. It is sufficiently advanced technology that I have this little plastic card that lets me drive a car. But, man, I, I so much trust that advanced technology over the advanced technology that requires a 3G connection to make something happen. Because you know if there's going to be lots of wallet type stuff, there's going to have to... Don't you imagine there's going to have to be, like, a... Eventually, there will be some component of like, oh, is this person in a location that I would expect? Is this the kind of venue? Does this match their patterns? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's eventually going to have to phone home. I doubt you're just going to go put a bunch of like future dollars on your Android phone and just run around for six years. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? And that, yeah. I, that abstraction makes me uncomfortable. Do you, do you ever get, uh, do you ever out there using your credit card and then, then all of a sudden it doesn't work? And you're, then, making fun, you're making fun of me. You're literally making and then fun of like, me. You get a phone call from the credit card company or a text. Now I'm getting text messages from them that will say, this lo- looks different from your regular usage pattern. I'm like, I got 35 bucks worth of gas. How's that different? It's the same thing I'm always doing. Well, you're getting it from a different state than usual. Oh, you you're, you're, te- you're Texas where I've lived for three months now? You're literally messing with me. Is that correct? No. Chat room? I'm serious. Chat room? We had the same conversation with Jonathan Colton for 15 minutes. I haven't oh listened to that God. yet. I haven't listened to that yet. Oh, my God. I just took out a rib and put in some angry. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, I haven't listened to- yet. Dan, it happens to me constantly. Does it really? Const- totally and totally randomly. Totally, I mean. All the time. And then you call them, and sorry to rehash this for those of you who, who do listen to the show called Back to Work. But then you call them, and they're, they're reading you back your transactions that you couldn't do. Right. Oh, I see, th- yeah. I see three charges here to uh, the NFL shop where you t- apparently you tried to buy, uh, you know, $35 worth of stuff. Uh, I see it tried to go through three times. We blocked it all three times because it didn't seem like you. I'm like, uh, well, football season is starting. I needed to add in a T-shirt. Well, it can happen when you accidentally uh, purchase something twice. Uh, it can happen when I think there's a I think there's a lot of really squirrely algorithms, especially on PayPal. Because let's be honest, PayPal's whole business model uh, hinges on keeping your money from you as much as long and as often as possible. Yeah, let's get a service mark, guys. Go ahead. Uh, but that's kind of how PayPal works in a lot of ways, which which is one part of what makes it very frustrating sometimes. So if they've got any reason in the world to think something squirrely is going on, they drop the portcullis, and all of a sudden your thing doesn't work, and that entire time they're using that money. They're getting interest on that. They're doing whatever with it. Um, so, I mean, I think that's, that's part of it. But also, you know, I think a huge piece of the reason uh, credit card stuff is such a pain and it's so expensive, supposedly a huge part of that is fraud. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like a giant amount, according to the companies anyway, a big amount of why they charge what they charge is because of fraud. I don't know if that's true. I have no idea. <sighs> it's a racket, though. It's frustrating. Yeah. It's very frustrating. It's hard to do anything where there's just a thing. Like everything's got three things associated with the thing. It's like there's all the stuff you got to do just to do basic stuff. Like New York Times. We decided, I got my wife a little gift. She likes the New York Times. I got her the New York Times. Somebody steals our Sunday New York Times every day. If I find you, I will gut you. Are you serious? I will literally gut them. I don't know how to gut somebody. I'd have to look it up. 
but uh oh no it's gone every day and that's whatever like like three four bucks something like that it's gone so what do you do every sunday morning somebody steals our paper my wife doesn't get her paper it's the whole reason that i got the thing this very costly ridiculous subscription right so i'm paying her money because that's what you got to do now you got to give the new york times money otherwise they're going to give you a bunch of top 10 lists about what you really need to know these fat cats on wall street don't want you to know or whatever that you can't see after the 20th not that i'm angry I, i buy her this and so it's not there every sunday so what do i do what do I do? I got I got I got to get on the phone. It's it's seven fifteen in the morning. And now I'm on the phone to someone. Because oh, they're to, gonna come re-deliver it. Oh yeah, but no no, there's phone jail. You got a phone jail. You go through to then go through it. Was it soggy? Was it merely <laughs> soggy? Was it not there? This is a phone tree that you have to go through to finally get to the point where you say, "Would you like another paper or a credit on your account?" Mm. So that's my Sunday morning. I get up, I take off a pull-up, I warm up some milk, and I call a New York Times phone tree every Sunday morning. No, it just seems to me that, like, yeah, they can't stop paper theft. But at the same time, like, one of the very few benefits of their ridiculously quickly dwindling business model is the fact that there's a lovely New York Times paper there for me. That's, I'm the idiot who buys that so you guys can stay in business, right? But then... You know, I'm a customer and now I'm in a phone tree. Sorry I'm being that guy. I just think that's frustrating. And every time somebody wants me to go from a real thing to a card and from the card to the phone and from the phone to the fulfillment center and it's like, I'm just over all that. Do you know what I'm saying, Dan? It's weird that you still drink warm milk. <clears throat> I, well, when I watch my shows in the morning, it helps me relax. Your soaps? <laughs> <laughs> Telemundo. Uh, can, I, uh, can I say one thing, Dan? Go ahead, Colin. Okay, thank you. Uh, first time uh, mailer. We should really thank our friends at, uh, at, at MailChimp. I like MailChimp. Well, uh, you were gone, and, uh, and MailChimp was the official uh, sponsor of your sabbatical when you were touring with Black Sabbath. And, uh, and uh, I want to make sure that we thank them for that, because it was very cool of them to, uh, to, to do that for us. Now, now you're, you're, a, you're a big MailChimp fan, is that correct? Oh, yeah. Can I you give use, us I a sense? For, for my newsletter. Give, give me a sense of what you're using it for. Newsletters. Primarily newsletters. If I had an iOS app, I would use ChimpKit to drop in their newsletter code seamlessly into my app. I would do the same thing uh, if I was an Android developer because I have one for that too. But I'm not right now. So I don't. But you only get the one mailing list, is that right? I have multiple mailing lists. I have an Austin-only mailing list just for Austin people. I have one for people who have sponsored the shows that I want to update with with new things. I have uh, one for listeners. You can go to 5by5.tv slash newsletter for that. They can sign up. It's great. I love these services. I, I mean, I do, I do a, a, a number of newsletters. Okay, but like when you want to send the emails out... You probably don't have any control over how it looks. It's probably like there's like naked ladies or or like bad words or like there's all things you have no control over, right? Maybe it's in Russian. Right? No, you have actually, no control. That's, that's not true. With, with no control. Mailchimp, you have absolute control. You can use your own HTML and CSS. They even have guides that will show you the right kind of HTML and CSS to use so that you don't use things that so many email readers won't uh, won't accept. And what's great is that uh, they will show you a preview so you can see what it's like and they let you test it. You can send it to your own. They'll, they'll show you what it looks like in different uh, configurations and browsers. They let you do a, a plain text version that'll automatically update from your HTML version. It's great. Oh, so, seriously? You don't have to have two versions? No, you can do two versions, oh. but it, it, will, it will create the text-only plain text version for you from your HTML. You don't need to worry about it. And they'll even put in all the little links that need to go there, the little unsubscribe links. And you know what I always do? You don't have to do this. But I always leave in 
because it's optional. Not only are they letting you send this free every month, but uh, they don't even want it. You, they don't, you don't even have to take credit. You, they have a little Mailchimp logo that you can have go in there that says like you know buy mail you know sent by Mailchimp. You can even turn that off if you don't want that to show up. I always leave it on. Shame on you for turning it off. I never do. Somebody um, tried to take me to task for being the I hate email guy and, then, uh, and, and being such a fan of, of MailChimp as, as a people and as a service. And, um, it, well, you know, first of all, like, people are going to be reductive about what they want to be reductive about. But can I tell you the truth? If every freaking person with, who knew my email address was as easy to deal with as every single MailChimp email, like, I would be totally okay with email. That's the thing. If people want off a list, you get off the list. There's no hard feelings. There's no nothing. But if I get a uh, thing about how Obama's actually from Venus, mm. like I can't, I can't write to my relative and say, how about a little less of the Venus Obama right. stuff? What do you do? But MailChimp is a, is a grown-up company, and they make that really easy to deal with. I subscribe to MailChimp list, and you know what? If I'm sick of that list, I unsubscribe from it. That's how it works. And do. it's really easy. It's not, it's not complicated, guys. If you make something well and treat your customers... Uh, in a good way, you can be on a podcast. Is that how that works? Yeah, that's all it takes. So really, seriously, uh, our, our very special long-term uh, four-part thanks uh, to MailChimp for helping out with that. And uh, we, don't have a, we don't have a coupon code or anything, do we? Should we sing them another song? Do you have another one? What are you in the mood for? Give me, give me just a rough idea. Like what genre of music? Yeah, sure. Hmm. You got nothing? Nah, I don't know. I mean, maybe I was thinking something kind of like orbital. Oh. Hmm. Breathe. I don't know what that was, but I'm sure, Mail- <laughs> I'm sure MailChimp will like it. Is it. Are we talking about the band Orbital? Yeah. Oh, I'm not familiar with them. So I was, I was going with something a little more. Um, you ever listen to Hearts of Space? You ever it's listen like Mazzy Starish. <laughs> kind of. Mm, yeah. Faith, is Mazzy Star considered email? It's like uh, Lone Justice on cough syrup. Yeah. Did you, um, what was my point? So, so, we're so. Wrap, wrapping up the show, I think. Oh, we're wrapping it up. Something about uh, the, you know what I love to listen to, Dan? It's a show on national, it's on public radio called Music from the Hearts of Space. Oh, I've listened to that kind of show. Do you ever listen to Music from the Hearts it's of relaxing. Space? relaxing. They play it like, like on late at night. It's creepy, um, though. It's kind of like a cold and alone kind it's of It's very thing. late at night and very creepy. That was Chujimori Susasaki with Blanket Police. From his new album, Stone Drop. And that's, that's the whole thing. And then it's like... <laughs> but I love it. I listen, to, I listen to it on the tune-in radio thing. I, uh, I record it sometimes to listen to it. Because I, I find it very soothing. Do you think that's really... considered emo? <laughs> no, no. Emo, Is that emo no, music? No, emo is more like... see. <laughs> Costly amp, costly amp. Did I 
mention I never got a hot dog? Well, you should go get one now. What is it? Noon there or twelve forty five? I got I got to blast the tinky first. We got we should we should cut this off. I got to blast the tinky and then I'm gonna go uh, get get a get a hot dog. All right. Um, it's really nice to have you back. You sound really really rested and sane, which I completely don't understand. I guess I mean I feel feel pretty good. Was it fun? Is it fun to be back? Not just here, but just in general. Is it nice? It's nice. Yeah, it's great. It's super nice. How's Faith working out? Oh, she's great. Yeah, she's, she's she. She's good. She's very easy to deal with and very uh, long suffering and helpful. You know, you, but you know, you know who gets the uh, the giant size helpful pants is uh, Jim. That guy's good. He's a good man. Nice guy. <laughs> All right. Nice guy. He's a uh, but Faith, she's she's a keeper. Whoa, 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 whoa. Few people, few people, few whoa. people. I think in America right now have the kind of job security that Faith has. Really? Yeah. So she's got something on you. No, not at all. It's just she's that good. You you find someone like her, you keep her around. She's got like feature phone footage of you just beating the crap out of Joel. Is that what it is? Do you have that? No. Matchbox, matchbox, matchbox. You like that? I told you the, the joke about the pig. Uh, I don't know. Remember? Well, how come that pig only has one leg? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. What was the punchline? Pig like that, you don't eat all at once. <laughs> He calls the other one Jones. Ah, I love you. All right. Love you too, Merlin. <laughs>